Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, Meditatio, Oratio, Contemplatio, or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theabbeycolumbus.church. We begin with invocatio, which I see as a time to clear the space for a meaningful and transformative conversation with God, which is what Lexio Divina is designed to facilitate. In my personal practice, I give this quite a bit of time, because when I eventually come to the text, I don't want to be just reading words on a page. I want to hear the text as God's side of the conversation. Sometimes I think of this like meeting a friend in a coffee shop. At first, there are so many distractions, and it takes a real effort on my part to become fully attentive to my friend and engage in meaningful conversation. So first, let's make sure that you are in a physical space with minimal distractions. And once you are, now I want you to take a moment just to be quiet and notice any thoughts or concerns that might distract you. I often will identify those thoughts out loud and ask Jesus to hold them for an appropriate time in the future. So just take a moment right now and identify those things before the Lord. All right, now that we've kind of dealt with our distractions, what I'd like you to do next is to welcome the Lord into your space, into this time. The way I'd like us to do this today is with Revelation 3.20 in mind, I want you to imagine Jesus standing at the door and knocking. He says that if you hear his voice and open the door, he'll come in and sit down with you. So in a moment, I want you to use your imagination and open the door in your own words, invite him in, make him feel welcome. Let's do that right now. All right, finally, we want to pray and ask 
ask God for the things that we want to occur during this time. Today, I'm going to pray a phrase and then pause for you to repeat it until I've completed this prayer. And this is a prayer that I often pray in my invocatio time, and it follows the movements in Lexio Divina. So let's pray. Lord, help me to be attentive. Attentive to your presence and voice. Help me to be perceptive. Perceptive of the meaning and personal implications of what you say for my life. Help me to be responsive. Responsive so that with all my heart, I would desire what you reveal. And finally, help me to be receptive. Receptive of any grace or gift that you want to give me during this time. Thank you, Lord. So now we're ready to enter Lexio, where we're going to read the text. And so today I will slowly read the text of Matthew 16, 21 through 25. And I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. But here's what I'd like you to do as you listen. Just take a mental note of what seems to be capturing your attention. I don't know, maybe it seems interesting or affirming, maybe even provoking. It might even elicit an unexpected emotional response could even be with tears. So pay attention to that, because this is likely where God is speaking to you personally. Listen as I read. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you're setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers... Let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. So now we we move to meditatio. And normally you would reflect on the meaning or significance or implications of the text for you. You know, what is God saying to you personally? Is there something he's asking of you or offering to you? In this exercise, I want to point us to a particular theme within this text, and then we will reflect on its meaning and significance for our own life. In recent sermons at the Abbey, we've been reminded that Jesus often modeled and invited his invited his disciples to a way of life that was sometimes confusing, challenging, even frightening at times, because it went against their natural instincts and the wisdom of the day. In Matthew 16, 21 through 25, Jesus tells his disciples 
of his plan to embark on the most controversial and costly path to which God had called him. And Peter responds and tells him, God forbid it, this isn't happening. Well, in response to Peter, Jesus essentially tells him, you're being like the devil right now. Your line of reasoning, Peter, is a stumbling block to me. It's just making it harder for me to follow the will of God. So with that in mind, let me read the text again. And then I have a couple questions to ask us. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed on the third day, be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you're setting your mind not on divine things, but human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any of you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their, lose their life for my sake will find it. So here's the question I want you to consider. Where have you been sensing an invitation from God to walk a path or take a step, make a decision, or, or have a conversation that you've kind of been circling for some time? You're fairly confident it's God's invitation, but you're reluctant to act. You know there's probably a real risk involved, that it may come with a cost, maybe a loss of relationship, reputation, loss of resources, insecurity. So right now, I want you to take a little time to identify what that invitation might be for you. One more question. Thinking about Peter's reaction to Jesus, what are the voices and where are they coming from that have caused you to delay your stepping into this invitation? They've created hesitation on your part and you just have not moved forward. You know, these voices could be coming from other people, even people who love you and are really concerned about you. Or they might be coming from within your own fear or, or doubt or concern about what might happen if you do this. 
So right now, I want you to take a few moments and identify what that opposing voice is saying to you that's keeping you from moving into this invitation. That was meditatio. Now, after considering the significance of this text for you personally, the next natural movement is oratio, where in fact we respond to God in prayer. So how do you want to respond to what you're hearing from God? What do you want to say about what you're thinking or feeling about your desires as you process the text, God's voice, and what it means for your life. And just be honest with him. Tell him what you're thinking, feeling, desiring from your heart. Let's begin. So now we're at contemplatio, which can be a little harder to get hold of. Contemplatio identifies God's movement toward you to respond to your prayer or desire. It's actually a space to receive. It's about impartation about what you're experiencing and receiving in terms of God's love, grace, encouragement, insight, provision, or maybe even correction. It actually may be something that you noticed earlier in our Lexio exercise, where you were just aware of God moving towards you, speaking to you, beginning to even impart something to you, or it could be happening right now. I want you to take a moment to just identify God's movement towards you, what he is saying or might be doing for you and with you. Identify it, embrace it in any way you can, and thank him for it. Let's do that. We're now at the final movement, which I like to identify with the Latin term operatio, which basically encompasses all the operations of your life. Operatio acknowledges that the aim of Lexio Divina 
is a transformed relationship with God and a transformed life. And in a way, it's simply our resolve to live out what God is working in us. How might what has occurred in this exercise change things for you going forward? Tell him how you might lean into his imitation or his empowering. I want you just to take a little bit of time to do that right now. Let me just say, I find it to be really helpful for me, but it's up to you. You don't have to do this. But if you have a notebook where you write things down that you're learning, hearing, this would be a good time to take a few minutes to do that. Write down what seems important to you from this time. And you might ask yourself, is there anything that I can share with others, something they can help me with or pray with me about? If you do it now, you won't forget. So it's just a suggestion. I'm going to close our time with a prayer. And it's very similar to the prayer I start with. It's based on the movements of Lexio Divina. But now I want to pray regarding the remainder of my day. Whatever time of day that is for you that you're listening to this. So let me pray for us. Lord, I pray that you would make us attentive to where you are speaking or at work in my day. Make me perceptive of what it might mean for me and how you might be personally inviting me. Make me responsive. Give me a heart that wants to say yes to your invitation and is willing to enter in and to engage. And then I ask that I would be receptive to receive for me or for others the grace that you would give, the insight you would give, the healing you would give. Be with me and lead me in this way throughout my day. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.